Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the podcast. We have begun a new type of topic here the last episode. Uh, We're looking at spiritual gifts, how the Lord himself has equipped his body for the work of the service of the kingdom, how it is that he desires for us to literally function together. And this is something that is often spoken about in various ways, uh, but honestly, it's rarely taught from what the scripture says. You'll have people that will do sermons and they'll do teachings and messages and whatever it may be from a portion thereof. But it's rare to see just a a, a big picture, seeing the totality of what the Lord has done and how he's designed us. And really, uh, without an agenda, okay, without an agenda, quite often you'll see teaching and stuff, but people have got an agenda involved with it uh, that may not be of the kingdom. Okay, I'll just put it that way. So we're going to be looking at several different portions of Scripture. And our last time together, we looked at Romans 1, and we just had time to basically read the first two verses. So I want to go back there and just have us just think about these verses for just a moment. And they say this, therefore. Now, remember what that therefore is there for. It means in light of what I have mentioned here in the first 11 chapters of Romans, who you are, and particularly the the previous 11 chapters, I mean, previous three chapters, chapters 9, 10, 11, speak of what the Lord has done and is going to do with his Jewish people, with the nation of Israel. Really profound chapters, particularly for today, that we as the body must know and must understand. So he says, therefore, I urge you, brethren. So you notice he calls them brethren. He's acknowledging that, yes, I'm acknowledging your salvation. We are brethren. We are one. But he's urging them. He's urging them. And there is a real sense of urgency right here. He is sort of grabbing them and saying, shaking them a little bit, saying, I really want you to do this. He said, I'm urging you by the mercies of God. What is mercy? Well, that's God uh, uh, pouring out his favor upon us. Okay, He's really not giving us what we deserve because what we deserve is what? Yes, everlasting punishment. By the mercies of God, by the fact that God has been merciful to us, he says, I want to urge you to do something to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. So he's saying, I want you to present your bodies. Your body is literally a living and a holy sacrifice. And the Word gives us a great deal about how to do this. And some of it is, uh, in man's mind, maybe counterintuitive, but it really isn't. One of the primary ways that we present our bodies as a living and holy sacrifice, is that we die to the body. We die to self. We die to the desires of the flesh. And he's going to give a little more insight into this in just a moment in verse 2. But he says, I urge you to present your bodies. This is what's acceptable to God. And he says, this is your spiritual service. Or Some translations will say something along the line of a rational or reasonable service of worship. In other words, out of what we've just seen up this point in time, I urge you to present your bodies in worship before the Lord. And this isn't just something that we do during a corporate time, a corporate gathering. This isn't just something that we do from time to time, you know. This is something we do literally, folks, with every breath. With every breath. 
we are presenting our bodies as a living and a holy sacrifice. This is the service of worship. Now, verse 2, he tells us this. This is a great verse. Listen to this. And do not be conformed to this world. Okay? Do not be conformed to this world or to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So he's telling us, don't be conformed to the world, okay? But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, you can imagine how this has been taught and how this has been uh, practically applied through the years, okay? Uh, let's just take something simple in the way that somebody may dress or something like that. Quite often, people will come along and they'll say, well, you have to dress a certain kind of way and do this and come to church, right? Don't you love that phrase? And really what you're seeing is conformity to the world, when I see a three-piece suit, all I see is conformity to the world, okay? That's just a simple little thing, but it really means more than this. That word conform right there, the Greek word behind it is the word where we derive another word, masquerade, okay? Do not be conformed to the world. Don't put on the masquerade. Don't put on the mask of the world, and it carries this idea, don't be pressed into the mold of this world. Don't allow the world to do this. Don't allow your mind to think, well, I have to act a certain way or the world will think this or I have to dress this way. I have to do no, no, don't do that. Don't be conformed to the world. That's the standards of the world, even the fashions of the world, not that kind of thing. Don't be conformed to that. Just simply do what the Lord leads you to do, okay? And that's the reason it's such diversity. If you want to wear a suit, for instance, we're using that as an example, that's great, okay? If you want to wear blue jeans, that's great, whatever. You know, just wear something, right? <laughs> so he says, don't be conformed to the world, but then do this. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind renewing of your mind. Uh, that transformed right there is the word metamorpho, where we get metamorphosis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember back to ninth grade biology now, right? In other words, that we're being transformed from one type into another. And this is happening, folks, by the renewing of our mind. So our minds are being renewed by the Spirit of God. When we present our bodies a living and holy sacrifice, that is just so pleasing to God, so acceptable to Him. When we do that as spiritual service of worship, we're rejecting the conformity of the world. We're being transformed. And notice it. I think that's just a continual thing. We're constantly being transformed. And then our mind is being renewed. Now look what the purpose is. So that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good, and acceptable and perfect. You know, quite often people want to know, well, what's the will of God? I wish I knew what the will of God was. Well, there's several places where you see that little phrase, will of God. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5 is one where it tells us that we're to do, uh, you know, pray without ceasing and do certain things, but this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Okay? That's the will of God. Right here he says that you may prove what the will of God is. How do we prove what the will of God is? By being transformed by a renewed mind, by rejecting the conformity of this world, by rejecting being pressed into the form of this world, we prove what the will of God is. And then he defines the will of God, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. And I deal with perfect, obviously, is that it's good, but it's complete. 
So we can prove that. We can prove the will of God. We can prove what is good, what is acceptable, what is perfect, what is complete by allowing him to transform us and by renewing our mind. Uh, Paul actually gets in a little more detail with this with the next verse, but I'll say that for the next time. In the meantime, go read these first two verses out of Romans chapter 12. And we're actually just beginning to look at this whole uh, uh, spiritual gift in this thing, but we begin with understanding and the urging of what we're supposed to do. So what, what is it? Present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And by doing that, you're going to prove what the will of God is. Again, I'm Dale, and I thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you again.